And now, your local forecast. You're tuning in to The Forecast. My name is M4Sonic and I'm joined today by my co-host, Chief Street. Howdy. How are we? Yeah, feeling different. Feeling different. Chief's annoyed because we've got rid of headphones because eventually we're going to get rid of these mics as well. We're gonna, I haven't told you this. We're going to go to love mics. See, I, I just bumped the mic. Hopefully see? you can't hear it. Yeah. Now, I know you're, you're fighting this fight, but and I'm <laughs> going to try it and I'm going to see how we go. So far... You hate it. <laughs> I, I don't know. The headphones, I've said it before, it's like putting your boots on, you know, you're getting ready for the game. That's what I feel like I'm getting We've locked in got, for the podcast. Luke's doing a great job executively producing the, the podcast today. Yeah. yeah. Thumbs up. Well Andrew done. couldn't make it today, so we got Had to Luke. fire the last guy because he captioned the, the Instagram shorts, uh, Belgium instead you of You know Belgium. what happened? Look, you, mm. With the video who's mm. software, you have to go in and fix some stuff. <laughs> and they had everything like lowercase. So oh. all the tomorrow world, tomorrow land, all the countries, it was oh. all lowercase. And so obviously I've gone in and I've made a spelling mistake. Uh, spelling mistake. I haven't picked it up it's until fun. you saw it. Luckily, Instagram only showed one person the video. So yeah, that was you. So look in more. This fun. In more exciting news, the set. I'm I'm digging it. So yeah. we're we're a bit tired actually. Chief and I have spent all day trying to look for shelves, trying to look for props. We. I think I'm pretty happy with where it's headed. We've, we've got like a multi-tiered shelf. For those listening, I won't say it. But for those watching, we've got a multi-tiered shelf to which one shelf is visible. I knew this was going to happen when yeah. we were shopping. And that's why I was kind of trying to say like, let's not go all out on this big square shelf. I was like, the couch is going to cover everything up anyway. Yep. That's and, all right. So, I think the ones we got look really good. I'm happy. So got my little plaque out, which I haven't put out anywhere for the longest time. Uh, Luke printed me some really cool art, which we discussed, I think, last week. So the Tomorrow World poster with my name. Skrillex yeah. is on the bill. Real? Yeah, so what good. What time's he playing? He was the headline. And how long ago was that? 2014. He's still killing it. Still He's still on top. It. I have a question. Yeah, what's that? Do we think Skrillex will ever make dubstep again? Okay, well, have you heard his latest couple tracks that he's put out? I... I have to admit that I've kind of jumped off the bandwagon in the last few years. That's fair enough. I mean, I don't know if there's a bandwagon for him anymore. He's like so big that, mm. you know, there's, there's no underground battle that you're like you yeah. know, trying to push him through. He's, he's Maybe when he top. stopped wearing glasses and had hair down his shoulders. That, that's probably when I, yeah, now he has a beard. and I actually tell. like his look at the moment. Hey, with the like cool dad though. pack and like yeah, the yeah, black yeah. shirt like tucked in and stuff. That's I cool. think he looks cool. Yeah. Do I think you do I think you make dubstep again? Yeah, like the the the, the, the um what was it? Scary monsters. And nice sprites. No. That was no? No. He'll never go that way again. Oh. He'll make bass music forever. And I mean he's putting it out now. It's mm. just more of a you know current type of sound. He's not going to go back to massive rows like sad. it doesn't make any sense. Oh, no. Nah. Like, like, that's who he was at that time. And now yeah, he's but grown. I want that back. Yeah, but that's just not how it works. Like, well, someone's got to step in. I don't think anyone wants to hear that anymore. But it's the audience. Do we want to hear... What, okay, was it... Is this the correct term? Was it called bro step? Yeah, yeah. Bro step? Yeah. So is that genre even a thing anymore? Um, I mean, there's some people who... Well, 
it, it keeps coming out, but in my opinion, it's just recycled crap that yeah, just okay. sounds the same as all the other songs that Fair. have come out before it. And that's, and that's what made it good to begin with, right? We, it was original at the beginning and now it's just like the same like formula yep. over and over again. And I think that's where people don't really enjoy it. Like, I don't know, I saw a post come up of like Excision releasing another song and obviously he's doing incredible things, especially with the Lost Lands Festival and stuff like that. But the music he's putting out isn't exactly groundbreaking. Like it's, it's very much regurgitating the dubstep formula so, sounds and things like that. Well, until that kind of comes back and is trending, it's kind of hard for me to make launchpad music in the style that I made back in the day. Okay, I think you've got a total different avenue with that type of sound and what you're doing in that. Right. And I think you could futurize it. Well, we did a track for Chorus AI where I took all the, Luke, you correct me if I'm wrong, it was the house tracks, I'm pretty sure. They had like a bunch of, it was 11 tracks, 10 or 11 tracks, chopped them all up and made sort of like a houseier tune. But the play style on a launch pad, if you're playing one shots, it's hard to do with house music. House music's like loops and mm. progressions and things like that. So I think, yeah, maybe I'll do the Skrillex and evolve into something new. I'm not sure. I really liked that um, I performance. I thought it was really unique. And and in the way that like, yeah, you pushed from what you were doing previously into something new. I'd trust more. I need to figure out where to put a launch pad because I'd like to play launch pad on this podcast again. We have room in the shot? Yeah. Uh, we'll make it work. Yeah, yeah. Just chuck it in the center here. But that's actually one thing I want to talk about. I need to stop talking about things that I want to do because I don't end up doing them. Yeah, I guess that's... I need to win silently and then maybe on the podcast talk about the things that I've done, not, oh, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and this because I have failed miserably with the gym. Yeah, I mean, you've got a really busy schedule at the moment. no excuse. I mean, there's only so much time for things. And I mean, I feel busy and I've got half of the stuff that you need (laughs) to worry about, so... Well, you guys have seen firsthand, hey, when uh, the little ones are at the studio, it's yeah. hectic. It's yep. full on. And that's, you know, a quarter, not even a quarter of what the real mm. you know, story is there. So I don't blame you for not having, you know, the gym, you could say it takes 45 minutes, but to get there, to get home, to have the shower, you know, it's... The hardest part is just going, man. Yeah. Right, and it's like the same for our creative passion music. The hardest part is just for me right now is even just like getting to the studio to like work on music yeah. in the right headspace. There's plenty of time to use the studio, but often I'm not like in gear. Um, but anyway, what I wanted to do is I wanted to recap from previous episode where we talked about the sphere in Vegas. Yeah, you you dropped some news on me, which they really surprised hot me. Water, they are running at a significant loss. Already? Already. Yep. And I think it's either their CEO or CFO has just resigned. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So do you know why? Yeah. They're just not making the money that they thought they would. They've and put is that because so much into it. How many billions was it? Yeah. Oh, a few. Yeah. And, and is that because they can't fill it with shows? Not sure. I think maybe the appetite for it isn't quite there yet. Because when we spoke about it a few weeks ago, I think we both saw like the potential in it and especially mm. the ad revenue that it would just mm. generate in the back. I was like, that's a great way to just... Potentially nobody can afford that type of ad spend. Well, I've been noticing that on Twitter, all that's been plastered on there at the moment is this yellow smiley face with eyes that just watches planes <laughs> fly by. It's pretty dope. <laughs> we, I know, how sick is that? You're catching a flight and you yeah. look down and there's this like 3D kind of like figure but mm. you're right like if you don't have the i forget what it was like 500 grand or whatever for a week or something oh, it's mental then like maybe they price people out potentially 
Like yep. it was cool for the first round. Mm. I mean, well, what happens if a place like that goes down though, right? They don't just, it's not just going to be empty. Not sure. Spotify has been running at a loss for a long time and they seem to be going still. So I don't know. We'll, we'll stay tuned on that because I'm interested because that venue really is like the perfect venue for someone like me. It's groundbreaking. Imagine having you that that large. I just think my hands that big. It'd Woo. be a bit spooky, I think. You'd be like the master of puppets up the like, I'm claustrophobic, so I'd freak the shit out of me. But In a bubble. In a bubble. But yeah, ultimately, if I, I do do a live show again, I need to have something massive, like screen-wise, so you guys can see what I'm doing on the launch pad. Behind you. Mm. Mm. What would be your ideal show at this moment? Well, Luke, for my birthday, we spoke, we showed the artwork last episode of all the music festivals I've played. Literally anywhere with a crowd right now would be amazing for me. Yeah. Like the pandemic really threw things massively sideways. And we're speaking off camera before about like a bass music type festival that we want to do. Mm. Again, I don't want to talk about something and then it not happen, but we've got lots of ideas. Any, any opportunity to play a show at this point in time would be prime. I don't really care. Yeah, I, I back that yeah. too. Yeah, I don't feel so bad at the moment because there's not a lot happening where we live. Unfortunately. So, yeah. yeah, it's super sad at yeah. the moment. It's, it's a, Adelaide's a tough one. Very bad, bad situation, yep. bad reality. Mm. Um, but at least I'm, I don't feel like I'm getting left off any bills. It's just, no. There is no. 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 Yeah. Bills. I, I'm really interested to know where music goes virtually. I think that's going to be a mm. big ticket. So, I know the whole crypto space and NFT thing sort of died down a bit. It's, it's not like mainstream Twitter anymore, but. Um, well, I guess it is on my Twitter stream because I follow so many people, but I know it's not like the hype around it. Like our parents aren't talking about it. No, I think it got overblown at the time, but crypto is going to always be a thing. But the, yeah. the Web3, NFT space, virtual reality, I don't, I think it got jumped. Uh, everyone jumped the gun a bit thinking it was ready when it's like, I think it's still a while away. Yeah, I think it's like any brand, you need to sort of establish some trust and there's just so many things or so many stories you hear about where things go awry and, I'm glad that we're in it when we did get in because at least by the time things are pumping again, we don't look like we've just jumped on the trends. Yeah. Like we've, we've put in the groundwork. But in terms of live performance, uh, again, like you and I are gamers, we're talking about how I want to get involved in your Fortnite crew because I want to I jump back in and have <laughs> some, some fun. Dubs. That to me is where I see what I do. I'd love to get into the Web3 stuff so that no matter where you are, like that's ultimately why I'm doing the podcast, right? It's just to have connection again. Mm. I think, yes, I would love to play a main stage festival in front of a sea of people. But how cool would it be to do that virtually to an even bigger audience? That would be, you know, like, I, I think I, what, where did I watch in Fortnite? Oh, the Travis Scott show. That was the first and one. I think I Marshmallow did one as well. I think. Probably. I reckon yeah. they did the rounds yeah, after. Yeah, and that was so much fun. Like that was cool as. Yeah, that yeah. was that was certainly a moment. So yeah, if I could do something virtually, especially like motion cap tech with the, my hands and you could see virtual hands playing launchpad and stuff. Like sure. now now we're getting to the sphere, but from the comfort of your own bedroom. Yeah, I wonder how that looks and feels for you, like pre-recorded basically, and yeah, like no crowd so. react. Like, I don't know. Like <laughs> I would definitely be a Fortnite character in the crowd just watching. Oh, awesome. you just peek how it goes. Well, yeah, I'm sure you'd see your demos before it launches and stuff. I can't remember if this is a thing yet or it's something that's being spoken about, but I think they're going to try holograms. So the idea would be Tiesto could play a show in Ibiza, but his holograms appearing in Berlin at another club 
of that same like, set performance. Are you playing paying work. for a ticket to see Hologram Tiesto? I don't know. I don't know. Would you? Okay, so Skrillex is playing somewhere in Adelaide, but it's actually not him. It's just a feed of some other show and his hologram. No, I don't care. Hmm. Maybe the first time. Like, you know, maybe while it's new, you're like, i got to check this out, this new technology. Yeah, but, like, cool. after a while, yeah, the whole point is that you see artists in the flesh. Like, I remember when I saw Kanye at the Entertainment Center kind of before he went cuckoo and stuff. Mm. And when he walked out, that was the best moment. Yeah, Because yeah. it was like, holy shit, this guy's real and he's yeah, here. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I think if that's not an element in a live show... I think it loses some stuff, but like dance music is very different kind of music where, you know, because it's not live performance and everything's, you know, so polished that maybe it works a bit differently in that type of space, you know? Yeah. Because they're just playing tracks. So like, it's not like you're missing, you know, know, there is emotion in it. I don't know. It's a tough one. Like we, we talked about other live shows that are so theatrical that you're not even really that interested in who's DJing. It's just like the visuals and the pyro and... Well, like, one of the comments on the Afrojack laid-back Luke thing was like, made a great point. It was like, well, there's a reason that Afrojack's on the main stages and laid-back Luke's on the side. He's like, it's all about the entertainment. Massively. And yeah. I, I just read that and I was like, I think you kind of, that was spot on to kind of what we were, the avenue we were kind of taking. Yeah, there was a tweet that I should have jumped in on and, and sort of criticized. Uh, long story short, he was saying, it was a club promoter saying that you think that we just book people based on, on Instagram. That's not true. We've been booking talented acts for ages. And nah, I still feel like it, for a long time, the clubs in particular have had to book acts that are going to sell drinks. Yeah, going to pull people in. Yeah. Was that an Australian tweet or was that just... No, overseas. Yeah. Um, it'd be good, Luke. We've got to get you on the, the podcast to talk about your trip to Amsterdam. Because the culture and the scene over there is just so supportive and everybody seems to, it's just not foreign. We're, we're really, you know, paddling upstream, I think, locally. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what it better, always comes back to. You better hear like, him off mic, but he was just saying there's so much more people. So yeah. We're so far away, man. Anyway, we've, we've kind of harped on all this before. We have. I don't like being down on everything. No, like, look, we're very but positive But it's kind people. of a sad reality in Australia that we are just far away. There's not a lot of people here. It's hard to, kind of, business is, is hard. We're going to get on a plane. But it's a long plane. I don't know. Yeah. I got lucky. When we went to China, our, our flights were empty. Really? I didn't even ask like, about Pretty the... much empty. I got a row of four there and back. Dude, so I slept. Class. That's like, unreal. I couldn't believe it, man. And like, so on, on the way there, it was really quiet. And so we were able to get a row without even having to like be rude or push in or nice. whatever. Yep. And like everyone in the front portion of the plane kind of just got their own row. It was awesome. And then on the way back, I came in like to the plane a little bit late and a lot of people had sat down and I was like, okay, this is a little bit busier, but there's potential. A lot of the middle rows were still empty and I was like, okay, okay. I'll see what my situation looks like first. So I flew back without Donna. So it was just me. Mm-hmm. And it was the, the seating arrangement was two, four, two. Mm-hmm. So I was like, look, if I have a two to, together, maybe that's not so bad. And maybe I could just put up with that. I, I approached my seat and there was the biggest dude I'd seen <laughs> on the entire trip sitting next to me. And I was like, oh no, I just couldn't. But I was like, fuck, I can't do this. 
So even before the plane took off, I just like, I was sitting there, I had my bag there and that, and like, I, you could see I had everything I needed. And then I was just like, sorry, man, I got to get up. <laughs> and just got up and he yeah. was like a bit confused. And I just went and just moved three rows up, put my seat, my put, put my bag down on a seat and just sat down. I was like, I'm just going to be selfish and well I'm just going to take this. And uh, that was it. And then I slept beautifully on the way back. It's awesome. I have so many plane stories, maybe because this is a short episode, so they all close with one of... Close. Jeez. Nick wants to go home. <laughs> 20. Hey, you don't know how long this story's going to be. So <laughs> I'll just give you a quick recap of one of the worst flights. I've had really bad flights and they're, they're probably in a whole episode in itself. There was this one flight, international flying LA back to uh, Brisbane. Yeah. And I'm sitting in an exit row with two other lads mm-hmm. and they were in the business lounge prior to boarding oh. and were paralytic. Just, yeah, hammered. Yeah. Anyway, I was really tired. I was completely gassed from the trip and I've fallen asleep after takeoff, but these guys are rowdy. Like they're mm. hassling the hosties, being like, you know, can we get some more wine? Can we get some more drinks? You know, you know those types of characters where it's like, so you need to put your seatbelt on, those ones. Like mm. they just weren't listening, paying attention, whatever. Anyway, I wake up probably an hour into the flight Covered in vomit. No way. Yep. Like hot vomit. Oh. The two bros, I, I don't even know where they are. So I'm like freaking out. I call the hostie and this hostie was not in a good mood because these guys had been giving her such a hard time yeah. and she had painted me with the same brush. She comes up. She's like, what? Like real, like, what's up? I'm like. You're the innocent one here. I was like, I don't know what's happened. I was asleep and someone has thrown up on me. She's like, what, someone? I thought, weren't you traveling with them? I'm like, no, not, don't even, don't know who they are. She's like, oh, we thought you were all together. Um, they are cleaning themselves up. We are so sorry. They're bringing me towels, whatever. And then someone else, another hostie came up and was like, We've, we're so sorry. Like, we're going to bump you up to, I think I was flying economy. They bumped me up to Primo. Yeah. But uh, they had to get me some pajamas. I was going to say, any clothes? Change of clothes, surely. Yeah, they got me some jammies and so that's cozy. I'm, I'm like doing the walk of shame down the aisle oh, in the middle of the flight, dude. like drenched in someone else's vomit. Had to take it off in that tiny little toilet. Oh, they put them into a bag, <laughs> and then I don't even really like dry reaching through this whole thing. Like, how do you like? You got to get your shirt off without. Like Getting it on your face. on your face. It's fucking miserable. Oh, dude. And then, you know, I'm in these jammies and I waddle back down the aisle with this bag full of vom-covered <laughs> clothes. Oh. Hostie's like, we'll look after it till you then did the flight. Move up to Primo. I smell like oh, vomit. Oh, is there, there's no showers on mm-hmm. that, is there? Well, I don't know. First class, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't I think any select. Anyway, I, uh, I, I sit down. This hostie's now very lovely to me. Mm. And, uh, yeah, smell like vomit for the remaining 10 or 11 hours of that flight. And that's not even my worst flight story. Stay tuned. How could that not? Oh, don't you worry. I'll tell you about the story about the poo plane. Poo plane. Okay. But, yeah. But, anyway, like, shorter episodes today because Chief and I all day have just been, like, running wild. And uh, we got the set all done and dressed and ready. And then we ran out of time. And I've, I've got to shoot. But. We are very appreciative to the people that have joined our contests. I've got some masters to do. Yeah. <laughs> I keep saying like, oh, do your masters. I've, I've got to actually do them this week. So if you've sent MSTR to me, 
trust in that I will get your masters back to you shortly. And our competition winners from the first round, Chief and I have loaded the USBs and we're going to post them off. So they are on their way to you. And you've got your T-shirts as well. And was there one... One more winner from last week's episode and we'll have to reach out to them, but it should be pretty easy for them. We'll reach out. So yeah, stay tuned for more exciting things. We'd like to know too, if you guys want a certain topic covered or anything that we can do to help. Uh, Maybe you're an aspiring artist, DJ, musician, whatever, singer, songwriter. Got lots of interesting stories and lots of guests. We have seriously chatted about guests. So if you've got any questions for people, write in. Yes. Yes. <laughs>